Hi folks, my name is Linda Emmett and welcome to Happiness is an Inside Job. We are the creators of our own reality, we create our own lives. Our mind is our biggest limit and it's our own beliefs, behaviours and habits constantly caught in those cycles that keep us trapped where we are and stand in the way of our own happiness. So throughout this podcast, we're going to take a deep dive into some of those beliefs, habits and patterns, where they show up in your lives and what you can do to change them. So today we're going to kick off talking about self-sabotage. What is it and why do we do it? Effectively, we're we're standing in our own way, preventing ourselves from succeeding um, in any aspect of our life. Self-sabotage, by definition, is almost an act of self-destruction. Sabotaging yourself consciously or subconsciously. And anxiety and stress can be making you feel like you're stuck in reverse or just unable to move forward without falling back into the same habits of sabotage. We can often feel trapped in a cycle where we're we're effectively creating problems for ourselves. Self-sabotage is when we hinder our own success and well-being, either physically, emotionally or mentally, or sometimes all three, because one has a knock-on effect on the other. Sometimes we're consciously doing this. We know what we're doing when we are doing it. And sometimes we're subconsciously doing it. We don't realise till after we've sabotaged ourselves and we look back and go, I'm after doing that again. I'm after avoiding that again. I, I didn't complete whatever that was or whatever the form of sabotage is. But the bigger problem being over time, it hammers our confidence and belief in ourselves, which may end up stopping us trying or feeling like having that motivation one day, you get up, you try, and you actually get yourself caught in a habit of start, fail, start, fail, start, fail. And you can be sometimes only waiting for day three or four to kick in when you inevitably fail again, because A, that's the story you're telling yourself, and B, that's the habit and the cycle you're after getting yourself caught in, which is very, very sad, really, because it can cause you to feel helpless, out of control, and that humiliated feeling. Why does this keep happening to me? Why am I out of control? Why am I not like other people? And those thoughts, if only people knew that I behave like this, if only people knew that I wasn't what they actually thought I was. And, you know, it's looking at first off, why are we doing why we're, we we can be destructive of ourselves and why we self-sabotage. So what we're going to dive into a little bit is some of the reasons that we do it. One of the reasons being control. If we have a fear of failure, sometimes we can engage in our own failure because at least then we control it. We can limit how hard we try because at least then The failure, we believe untruly that the failure won't hurt as much because we were an active part of it. Another reason is low self-worth. We just don't believe in ourselves enough to try. And we sabotage ourselves by putting things in our way, telling ourselves, I'll give that a go tomorrow. I'll try that tomorrow. I'll, like me, set up that email list and that newsletter tomorrow. Um, All of these things, we stand in our own ways. We see the benefit. We say to ourselves, if I did that one thing, that would 
impact this goal, this goal, this goal, or whatever it may be. But it's when you actually go to do it and you find yourself, you know, polishing the skirting boards with a toothbrush rather than doing that one thing that you'd agreed with yourself to do. And as I mentioned, over time, it hugely impacts your confidence and your belief in yourself. Another reason we partake in self-sabotage, believe it or not, and I've actually been hit with, with this one, guys, is fear and success. For a number of reasons, you know, we may think we're not good enough to get that phenomenal success. We may be fearing the changes that the success will, will bring to our lives, or it may be a fear of loss, a fear that we'll lose the people around us because we'll be too big for our boots or we won't be mingling with the same crowds or we won't fit in as well with the people we're surrounded with. We'll be seen as changing. So, you know, our relationships might not remain the same. So we can actually fear success as much as we fear failure. And our own need for safety and caring too much what others think of us has a huge impact on us. And we often decide what it is that other people think of us. We don't let them decide for ourselves. We've already formed an opinion of possibly they're judging us. Um, yeah, I think we've, you know, as I've mentioned, gone too big for our boots. All of these types of feelings. And these are what can cause us to sabotage ourselves. And then where do we sit? That comfort zone. We skinny up on the sofa and sit there and create another to-do list, bashing ourselves in our heads, telling ourselves all the things that we have not done. And then we drive that feeling of failure we're in our system. And if you're already feeling a failure, that is not a, a person that is motivated to step out of that comfort zone and try. One of the big players in self-sabotage is procrastination. That's up there, top of the hit list. Failure to launch. And how that plays is we delay things constantly or we constantly reschedule. We put them at the bottom of the list or I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do that when I'm in a better mood. I'll give that a go when I have a better mindset. These are the things we tell ourselves and then we sit in procrastination. And then we tell ourselves things like, I'm so lazy. I'm so unmotivated. Why can I not just be like everybody else and step forward and do these things and be all the things that I choose to be? And that in itself is your, your self-criticism. And self-criticism absolutely kills motivation. Kills motivation. Because if you're listening to that negative George or critic in your head, telling you all the things that you're not, again, you're not a person that's motivated to try. If you're being hammered by all the times you failed before and that's what you're focusing on, that's the stories that are playing around in your head. And that is building into and playing actively within your self-sabotage. One of the things that we can tend to turn to when we're sabotaging ourselves in the moment are some of our old dopamine hits. Um, to get away from the feelings, to get away from the feelings of sabotage, feeling out of control or failure. We can use things like alcohol, food, sleepers, different things. And these then dull down some of those feelings for a while. But then we can feel that we need those things to get away from those feelings. When really, if we put an end to the actual self-sabotage, that's what creates the, the, the huge changes. 
Another area that we can hugely sabotage ourselves is we're in relationships and we play the role of rejecting before we're rejected. And that can cause us to not even really try to not even fully step in, to not let people in fully. And we can be sabotaging ourselves and how beautiful some of those relationships can be by, as I say, rejecting people before they reject us. And it's looking at why on earth you feel you'll be rejected in the first place because that's what's driving the sabotage. Another tool that we use within our relationships or to stand in the way of our relationships is perfectionism. Wait until we have that perfect body, till we have that money in the bank, till we have the correct persona to show people that's absolutely perfect. Perfectionism is the not good enough upside down. And again, this is another way we have of sabotaging ourselves and standing in our own way of the goals, dreams and desires that we have. And where we hugely fall down is because we have these stories running around in our head and because we're telling ourselves that we sabotage ourselves anyway, because that's the habit we're in. We stop then creating clear strategies, timelines and goals. And therefore, if we don't know where we were, where we're going in the first place, we, we don't know how to we're going to get there. Looking at my own imposter syndrome and the things that I've struggled with, certainly starting up a new business, but in life overall is when I was showing up in different places to different calls, meeting different people, it was that question running around in my head, who do they want me to be? Who am I supposed to show up as? What way am I supposed to be dressed? What am I supposed to talk about? What topics am I supposed to speak of? What do they want me to say? What do they need to hear that they accept me? That was a huge amount of my own imposter syndrome, which hugely played into my own sabotage because I wasn't showing up as myself. I was showing up as a picture of what I thought people wanted me to be. And it's gas. We all admire so much salt of the earth people. Yet we, we don't allow ourselves to be just that. We don't. We describe salt of the earth people as people that are just themselves. People that are the salt of the earth, that show up as who they are. And you'll all hear, hear us all mention salt of the earth people in such a good light. Yet we're so afraid sometimes to, to show up as ourselves, to be ourselves, to, to dress how we want to dress, to speak, to talk about the topics we want to talk about. We think about what we think people want us to say and therefore we're sabotaging who we really are. And then we walk away and we have this new persona that we've created that we feel we have to show up in that space as, which makes us uncomfortable showing up in that space. So therefore, we throw in another truckload of sabotage. So now, folks, how do we overcome self-sabotage? How do we walk our way through it and break the, the habits and patterns? The very first thing to do is look at your own roots, habits and triggers. Where does your sabotage show up mostly in your life? Is it, as I mentioned earlier, like, like me, in, in business it showed up hugely when I first started out. I'd, as I mentioned, I'd, I'd go on to maybe a Zoom with a number of people and wonder, look at their, their titles, their roles, assess them in my own head, literally make up stories about them and say, well, well what do they want to hear? What do they need to hear to, that I seem like a valid business or they'll buy into what I'm doing? And to be sitting on 
any meeting or anywhere and trying to gauge what what 20 odd other people are thinking so how you should show up only creates a huge amount of confusion in your own head and you you just end up sabotaging yourself so looking at as they say that's an example of when i was early on where and when it showed up for me and thank god i eventually did hugely start showing up as myself, partly because I couldn't remember all the things that uh, I had to try to be. But I did start showing up with myself and I, as myself and I got to meet the most wonderful, amazing, supportive people. There are a lot of them are great, great friends now. So showing up as yourself, there is only one of you. There, I mean, like you're, you're already a winner. You beat 240 million sperm just to be here on the planet. You have already won. So showing up as your true authentic self is absolutely key. Looking at where your roots, habits and triggers are, where your imposter syndrome, where your sabotage is showing up. What are you thinking? Who are you around? What are you feeling? Are you feeling like you're not good enough? These people are going to judge you. What are the habits that show up? Do you start eating? Do you start avoiding situations? Who is it you believe that is going to prejudge you or think negative things about you? And above all else, it's looking at some of the negative things you think about yourself, because that's actually the voice that you're listening to. It's not the people around you or the people you're creating in your head that are feeling these things about you. It's what's spinning around in your own head. That's the problem. And it's looking at what makes you feel uncomfortable. We all feel un uncomfortable in our own systems at times. And you feel it. You feel it in your stomach. You feel it in your throat. You, you feel your, your physical system change. Looking at the situations that make you feel uncomfortable. What are the things you've been saying to yourself year in, year out that you do that you haven't yet done? That's a sure sign of self-sabotage. Those things that are on your list years that you haven't actually done for yourself. That's certainly an area where you're potentially really, really sabotaging yourself. So as I say, the roots, habits and triggers, where it's shown up and the things that you've been thinking about and wanting to achieve for years are definitely areas that you're sabotaging yourself in. A great question to ask yourself to overcome self-sabotage is look at the impacts it's having on your life. What are the things it's actually holding you back from? What are the things that you would absolutely love to be doing, love to be achieving? And what is it it's holding you back from? What is the big hairy scary that is stopping you from stepping forward? You're all but guaranteed it's only your own discomfort. We get so adapted to sitting in our own comfort zone. We do not like to feel uncomfortable. If we feel uncomfortable, we start moving away from it. We start backtracking and it's reminding yourself that it's only discomfort. It's not painful. It's not going to damage you. In fact, it's going to have the absolute opposite impact. It's going to take you to where you want to go. It's new. So at the beginning of anything new, it's uncomfortable. You're guaranteed the first time you get in a swimming pool and you couldn't swim, you felt uncomfortable. You felt a little unnerved. But then, you, you know, you learn to swim or you learn to drive or any of these things. We felt uncomfortable at the start, but the goal was absolutely worth it. So as I've mentioned, looking at what it's holding you back from, 
the list you're talking about for for years that you do. Maybe it's losing weight. Maybe it's starting that new business venture. Maybe it's finding love again or getting back on the dating scene or whatever it is, looking at what it is you're holding yourself back from because they're your dreams, goals and desires. And we only get a limited amount of time on this planet. So looking at those things and starting to, to dive into the things that you truly want. Looking at your bank of successes. This one I throw out a lot because I do it a lot. You've already got you this far. You've already got you through all the, the losses, the hurts, the pains, the sadness, everything that you've overcome. You've maybe you've went down at times, but the key thing is you've risen. You've got yourself back up. You've in the past, I'm sure, made massive changes in your life, be it careers, having children, meeting a new partner, as I mentioned, learning to drive, taking on a new business, a new venture, whatever it is, you've already made massive changes and chances are this one you're sabotaging yourself about is much, much smaller. This is not who you are. Self-sabotage is not who you are. It's not ingrained, it's just a behavior or habit you have. And the more we learn the habits of it, the more it expands into different aspects of our life. But just as you've brought in the habit subconsciously, you can also shift it, you can change it, you can move away from the, the habit. It's all choice. Learning to be kind to yourself, it's absolutely key because what's keeping you in sabotage is your own fear talking. Your own worries and fears are keeping you sabotaging yourself. And fear is like a black shadow sitting on your shoulder with a voice, constantly telling you all the things that you can't do or what people would say or if you do this, all of that. But just like a, a, a shadow, if you turn around and face it, you can put your hand through it. It's not real. It is just a habit of fear talk you've got yourself in that's tied in with the self-sabotage. And constantly reminding yourselves, guys, that self-sabotage is when we are hindering our own success, well-being and happiness. And that's not, I mean, like, obviously for none of us, that is not, that is not what we want. We want to live happy. We want to feel happy. So it's looking at where it's, where it's showing up in your life. Does it show up within food? Do you constantly say to yourself, you know, I'm, I'm only going to stick to this one bar out, this nine pack, or I'm only going to, is it with alcohol? I'm only going to have one glass of wine, two pints, is it, you know, with cigarettes, with Netflix binging is another one. I'm only going to watch one episode of Grey's Anatomy and down the line, you're eight episodes in and you think that you could actually perform surgery yourself. Like, do you know what I mean? It's these things that are, are self-sabotaging. It's these things that, that we need to see where is it showing up? Where is it showing up in your life? Has it expanded into different aspects of your life? Because the thing is, be it food, for example, and you know, you're eating far too, too much or you feel you're eating far too much. Then you start hammering yourself. Then you start feeling guilty. You start feeling ashamed. You feel out of control. What do you do next? What's your next step to go for more food or alcohol or whatever to comfort you, to make you feel better, to make you forget about those bad feelings. And that's when we're caught in a cycle of self-sabotage. And that's when we feel we're failing constantly. We feel we're out of control of our own habits. And we are not out of control of our own habits. They are just that. And sabotage itself is a habit of sabotage by what we're telling ourselves constantly. So it's 
shifting away from that, looking at where it's shown up, looking at when it's shown up and looking at what your habit of sabotage is. What do you say to yourself? What do you do to yourself? Because it is your own destruction. It is you destructing, effectively attacking yourself. So shifting away from that and offering yourself more compassion, more kindness, and just putting the effort into changing day by day, looking at one small thing you can change, becoming aware of, of the, the self-talk and reminding yourself of the impacts the self-sabotage is having, be it in your relationships, your work life, the body you want to have, your body confidence, how you socialize, look at the impacts. What is it holding you back from? What is it stopping you from doing? And what are the dreams, goals and desires? Because you're guaranteed they're not being a fake doctor on your sofa, as they say, eight episodes in to Grey's Anatomy. You want more and you deserve more. So it's digging deep, literally just turning around and looking at it, turning around and going, what is my fear? Because a lot of the time we're so afraid to look, that's what keeps us in the habit. So that's it for me for this week, guys. I hope you've really enjoyed it and got some fabulous takeaways. And as always, I invite you to connect in with me across social media or check me out on my website, www.yourgifttoyou.com or email me, linda at yourgifttoyou.com, guys, because I'd love to hear from you and any topics you'd like for us to talk about or any more learnings that you want. And please remember, give me those reviews because it keeps the podcast getting out there to more people. So chat to you very soon, guys. Bye-bye.